I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Now obviously a bit of Penrith content coming over the next few days celebrating their unbelievable premiership victory in 2021. And look, all the talk this year has been about Brian Tyo and fair enough too. He's been unbelievable this season. You have a look just over the final. So he only played in three games and essentially they were all injury affected, remember. He averaged 217 run metres, which is just Crazy In the grand final, he went for about 240. So went above his average there. Sensational effort. As I said, he was injured as well. Scored a couple of tries in the final series as well. So an unbelievable performance by Brian Tyle. I thought his first 15 minutes of that grand final was probably the best 15 minutes of a grand final I've ever seen from an outside back. The way that he got their sets rolling in a game that was near impossible to get momentum because the it was such a skinny 10, it was about 8 metres or so, he was just getting them on the front foot. He was unbelievable. I think after 15 minutes, he'd gone for 130 metres or something crazy, or maybe it was 25 minutes or something like that. Um, I was watching it very closely, and yeah. Uh, sorry, I think in the 15th minute, he was up to about 80. By the 30th minute, he was up to 130-odd. So an incredible performance in a grand final. Yes, Penrith had the ball, but don't tell me that getting metres is easy in rugby league. Don't tell me that getting metres in a grand final is easy. And if you understand rugby league, you understand how hard it was to get metres in that game because it was a skinny 10. They were coming offside constantly. So it was really tough going. So he did an incredible job. I mean, if the metres were so easy, you would have seen South Sydney get into the half of Penrith at some point. Yeah, it was tough out there. And look, Brian Toe, he's got all the raps in the world this year. I want to give the other winger a rap. And I've been so high on Stephen Crichton for so long, it's not even funny. I remember when he made his debut at the end of 2019. He played probably two or three games. Didn't really light it up. Didn't really stand out. No one spoke about him. Nothing. I'd been watching him in reserve grade for two years or so, and he was just dominating down there. He looked so impressive. 
And I remember during the 2020 preseason, and for those of you that are one Supercoach fans and long-term guru listeners, you'll remember this. I was talking to Natty on a podcast in the 2020 off-season. Uh, we are talking about Smokies from each team, and I said, oh, this Stephen Crichton kid, and he sort of went, oh, he's played a couple of games. And I went, yeah, but you haven't really seen the best of him. And he went, okay, you know, how what, what's good about him? And I said, oh, he's a bit of a Greg Inglis slash Israel Folau hybrid. When they were young, he's just got that sort of ability and sort of blew Natty off his chair because that's obviously... You know, that's a high compliment. G.I. and Israel burst onto the scene like very few we've ever seen before. Now, has Stephen Crichton been at that level? No, he hasn't. So it was probably a little bit overs. But the reason why I said that is because he's got this unique ability just to be able to do stuff that other guys can't, just to be able to pull something out of a hat that other guys aren't able to do. And he did that in the grand final, and he did it a lot during this final series. And I think he's been criminally underrated. And I think it's because the winger on the other side has gone for so many metres, it's been unbelievable. Yeah, he's essentially breaking a record every time he pulls on a pair of footy boots. He's coming back from injury. But the impact that Stephen Crichton had in this final series was massive. Now, I said before that I described him as a young hybrid of Israel Folau and of Greg Inglis. And, you know, I'll just touch on these two guys. You know, when I think young Israel Folau, I think about, I think it was 06 or 07 that he made his debut at the Melbourne Storm. And honest to God, it was just kick to the right corner and then start to line up the kick. If you can just get your crossfield kick in the right area and coming down on the head of the other winger, you can start lining up the conversion because Israel was going to get up and make it count every single time. He's one of those guys that when there's nothing on, you can just put the ball in the air to his side and he will come down with the ball. He will find a way to come down with the ball. Even if it bounces, it's one of those guys, the ball just bounces up for them. And Israel had that sort of ability. I think his debut season, he scored like 22 tries or something. And when Melbourne were out of ideas... They just threw it to him or kicked it to him and they'd get a try out of it. Yeah, very much so. You know, Semi Rod Raja was a similar sort of type. He was a little bit older, though. Israel was doing this when he was 18 years old. Yeah, it was unbelievable. And you could tell he hadn't he hadn't bulked out to his proper size yet. He was a skinny kid with just this unbelievable knack of just finding the football over the try line. I look at GI and, you know, it probably speaks for itself. And, you know, when, when we think English, we've got all these amazing memories from his career. But I think we forget what he was like when he first burst onto the scene. 06, 07, he was skinny as all hell. Played a little bit of fullback, a little bit of wing. Played a lot in the centers as well. Uh, and he just dominated. He just dominated. And he would score tries that were very unorthodox for first grade. So they'd be tries where, you know, I remember watching him one day against the Warriors. I'm pretty sure it was. And he was in Jersey 4. And they, they did a scrum play that hit the ground. The ball went to the ground. And the winger came through and picked it up, sort of running back into the ruck and just popped it up to GI. And he literally just ran around the entire team. It looked like, you know, the fastest kid in the under eights, getting the ball from dummy half and just running around everyone. But he made that sort of stuff just look so easy. I look back to that 2007 grand final, you know, he scored two tries that night. He got himself a Clive Churchill, an unbelievable performance. But watch one of those tries. Like there's one try where he just tramples over everyone, yeah? And it's one of those things that when GI is on and he wanted to score, he would score. It didn't matter what you did, he would score, yeah? And he had one of those moments. He did it a heap in his career. We know the time that Jamie Soward stood in front of him. There was a couple when he was younger where he just ran across the line for 20 metres, palming, 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 until one fell off and he went through. He was able to do that. But that 2007 grand final, once again, Brett White throws an offload to him on about halfway. And, you know, this is a grand final. This is this is the highest peak of rugby league. And G.I. looked up, saw the fullback, and just went, 
I'm going to run around you. And just just coasted around him down the left touchline. An unbelievable try. Scored that one. Did the same thing in Origin a few years later. He was running straight at Kirk Gidley at fullback. He was on about the tram line. And he swerved in and then just went bang, in and away. And Kirk Gidley did not get anywhere near him. If it was Oztag, he would have scored. If it was touch, he would have scored. G.I. was just such an incredible athlete. And very similar to Stephen Crichton. He could just do things that other guys couldn't. I remember, you know, I'm sure we all remember that that Anzac test, or centenary test, I think it was, when when the Kangaroos were wearing that maroon and blue striped jersey and Thurston put the kick in, hit his chest, and at the famous SCG, he manages to throw it back in. Mark Gasnier has scored off that. And, you know, we see that stuff probably four or five times a season now where guys, they dive over the dead ball and they whack it back in. But, mate, it was unheard of back then. Absolutely unheard of. We'd never seen anyone do something like that. The athleticism has changed now. It's similar to how wingers score tries now. You never used to see that in the early 2000s because it just wasn't done. No one was capable of doing that sort of stuff. It wasn't a skill set that wingers needed to have. Same as what Greg Inglis did that night. It wasn't a skill set that guys had. Boys, you know, if that ball went over the dead ball line, it was done. People wouldn't even chase for it. He, he just had that knack of being able to do things that other people simply can't do. There was, I, rem- I remember watching him in a game. It would have been 2006, I think, against the Sydney Roosters. That's funny. Jamie Sauber's, that was actually part of that Roosters side too, and he he fell off a tackle of GI. But he scored a try at a dummy half where he dummied, looked up, the markers didn't fall for it, and he just went whack, whack, palm, palm, and bulldozed his way over. There was another two tries he scored off scrums from his own half. Like... He was just a a freakish player that you could just rely on to do something unorthodox. And you can't really plan for these guys. You can't really build around them. But fuck, you want them on your football team. And Stephen Crichton is one of those guys. And when I saw when I saw the stuff he was doing in New South Wales Cup, you could just tell he's one of these guys that he's going to come up with a big play here and there that you can't defend, you can't be prepared for, you're not going to see it coming. But you're going to be glad you've got a Stephen Crichton in that position. You're going to be glad on that right wing you've got an Israel Flower that you can just kick the ball to or just th- float it out there and something will happen. You'll be stoked that you've got a Greg Inglis in your team when you can kick infield and he just appears. Or you can just throw it to him with nothing on and he can go palm, 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 take four guys out of the play and then you're on. You need these guys in your footy sides and in big moments, they're massive. And as I said, all the attention went to Brian Toto. Fair enough. He's had an unbelievable year. He's had an unbelievable final series. Don't get me wrong. But sit back and have a listen to the final series that Stephen Crichton had. Now, just remember, he made his debut at the end of 2019. He played all last year. We tipped him in the preseason to be something special. He came off the bench in his one of his first games of 2020, and he scored a try with his first touch. And everyone sat up and went, oh, wow, that was crazy. And we sort of, I don't, the people that hadn't seen Stephen Crichton before sort of went, oh, what are the chances of that happening? When it's this kid, it's pretty common because this is the sort of shit he does. That is the sort of shit that Inglis used to do. That's the sort of stuff that Israel Folau used to do. Unorthodox stuff that you can't plan for. They put themselves in the right position and the ball bounces to them at the right times. They come up with big plays in big moments that you can't see coming and you can't plan for. And this has always been Stephen Crichton. Last year, he was playing left center for the Penrith Panthers. Do you remember how how dominant that left dead was? They were unbelievable. They were just on fire. And he was scoring a try every week. He was at about $1.70 every week to score a try for a center that's pretty incredible. For a winger, you can cop that. For a winger like an Alex Johnson, Brian Toto, you can cop that. But for a center, that is really short. He was on fire last year. He was incredible. And then he got moved out of that spot. Matt Burton came in and did an unbelievable job. And, I mean, I sort of thought, wow, imagine a guy being so talented that he can move this Stephen Crichton out of the way. 
But, geez, Matt Burton, he turned into probably the best left centre in our game just quietly. He was unbelievable. And Stephen Crichton, he sort of floated around a little bit. And, you know, we got to week one of the finals on the South Sydney Rabbitohs. And um, Dylan Edwards was out. So Stephen Crichton jumped into fullback, where I think is his best position, to be honest with you. Uh, they, they they made a break down the right-hand side touchline. The winger Banana kicked it back in. Awkward kick. It was about head height. It wasn't a great kick, to be perfectly honest with you. It was an awkward moment where it was anyone's. Guess who was there? Stephen Crichton. The ball just landed in his arms. He leaped up. He got it at, at, at top speed and scored. Now... Yeah, you can tell me, lucky to be there, but this shit happens to him all the time. This is the sort of stuff that happens to Stephen Crichton because he just knows where to be. He probably can't explain to you how he knows where to be and when to be there, but he's just got a knack of doing it. And this is what matters in these big games. Now, he scored that try. Unbelievable, sensational. Yes, they lost the game. But then you look at the stat sheet after. I mean, I just mentioned that Brian Toto had an unbelievable final series. He averaged 217 metres. It was great. Uh, his highest was about 240 metres in the NRL Grand Final. Week one of the final, Stephen Crichton ran for 297 metres. Just about 300 metres in that game. For a guy that doesn't usually play fullback. Incredible stuff. Scored a great try there as well. And it's not like it was the sort of game where they won 40-6 to six and he just made a heap of long field breaks. That wasn't the situation. This was Stephen Crichton rolling his sleeves up and going at it. I mean, an incredible effort. And that was playing fullback where he hadn't played fullback much this year. He'd been out of position a lot of the season. Playing out on the wing, playing centre, you name it. He'd been all over the place. Now we get to week two and they take on the Parramatta Eels. And as I've said this whole podcast, he's able to do unorthodox shit that you just can't see coming. But good God, when it happens, you're glad you've got Stephen Crichton on your team. Here was this game against the Penrith Panthers. It was so tight. Penrith didn't play great. They didn't attack well, as was the theme of their entire final series. They defended their ass off. And there's a moment where Mitch Moses puts a kick in, sort of into that into the, into that no man's land of about 30% between the sideline and, and the left upright. And the ball bounces back. Will Smith comes up with the ball. It's about a four-on-two overlap. And he thinks, you know what? I'll just get it out to my center and we're on. Floats it over the top. And Stephen Crichton comes through and leaps above. Michael Jordan-esque taps the ball down and stops the off and st- stops the overlap. But then as he's falling, he's horizontal, about a meter in the air. He manages to regather the ball and then take it to contact of the ground and not lose it. Now, one, to get up there and get that touch on the ball, incredible. Two, to get a grasp on it in the air while you're horizontal and falling, incredible. Three, to hit the ground as hard as he did and still manage to hold on to that ball, get up and play it and keep going, incredible. There's not many guys that can do this. We, we posted on our Instagram about two weeks ago. If you go and have a look at our reels, we posted there and we spoke about this moment and why... Stephen Crichton's so important because he can just do things that other guys can't. That was a moment where he produced something that no one else on the field could do and very few guys ever would be able to do. One that comes to mind that probably could do it would be Greg Inglis. He's one of the few guys that had the athleticism to be able to do that, especially as a young fella. It reminded me of a try he scored against South Sydney once where he leaped above and he sort of had to tap it, regather it and score. Just got this freakish ability to do this sort of stuff, Stephen Crichton, and you want him on your team because he can produce this stuff and he'll produce it when you need it. Let's go to the next week. They're taking on the Melbourne Storm. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The best team in this competition by far and away. And the Penrith Panthers, they come up with a bit of an unorthodox way to score. They kick from dummy half to the corner. Guess who's there? Guess who's out on the right edge in the right spot at the right time? Stephen Crichton. Now, for Nathan Cleary, this is a tough kick. You've got the whole line in your face. You've got the markers up in your face, and you've got to somehow get it off your right foot all the way to the corner where the space is. One, you've got to trust that your man's there. And we spoke about this on the podcast the other day. All Nathan Cleary did was give him a glance a glance about 15 seconds before this happened and Stephen Crichton knew it's something they've spoken about during the week which is fair enough they've spoken about it they're aware that it's coming but the fact that Nathan Cleary could kick that ball to Stephen Crichton for example if he was kicking that to Brian Tyo you know your kick's got to be pretty precise he's not as tall he's not as good in the air you need to make sure of it Stephen Crichton mate if you can kick that ball within 15 metres of before him or after him, you know that Stephen Crichton's going to make it work because he's got the sort of reach and the, the sort of athleticism that he just can't miss it. Yeah, if that kick was going to go into the second row of the crowd, I would have backed Stephen Crichton to get up and touch it. I would have backed Israel Folau to get up and catch it as well. They're just those sort of athletes. Fast forward a little bit later in that game, Justin Olam makes a break and he is going to score for all money. He gets t- tackled about three centimetres from the trial line. Do you know who the man was that wrapped up the ball? Stephen Crichton. He put himself in that position. Yes, he does the fancy stuff. He scores the tries, but he saves them as well. Now, the Penrith Panthers, they won that game by four points. If Justin Olam scores that try, it's Red Rover. Melbourne Storm team was just waiting for opportunities to score. Once they scored one, I got a feeling they would have laid plenty more on. It was the extra effort and the discipline of Stephen Crichton in that moment that mattered. He stopped Justin Olam centimetres away. You would have, if, if you watch Justin Olam when he's 10 metres out, he scores that 99 times out of 100. But Stephen Crichton, once again, came up with that play. He's an awkward, lengthy, long sort of fellow that was able to wrap his body around and contort himself around him like a, like a snake and stop him from getting the ball down. So he scored the first try, unorthodox way, but when you've got a guy like Stephen Crichton, you can just trust that if you just kick the ball in the general vicinity in that postcode of that corner post, he will score. He saves another one on Justin Olam in that moment to keep the Penrith Panthers in it. They end up winning by four points. They only score 10. He scored one of them, and he saved another one. So pretty, pretty important to that footy side. Let's fast forward to grand final day. Now, this game is tight as all hell. It's unbelievable. There's not many opportunities for your wingers. It's very hard to have an impact on the game. He's, he's taken a heap of hit-ups. He's done well. He hasn't done as well as Brian Toto, but they're very different players. And you know that there's a moment coming for Stephen Crichton, whether it's a kick or they put him through a hole, whatever it is. Now, Stephen Crichton, he wasn't brought into this game. No one brought him into this game, so he had to bring himself into it. He plays eyes up footy. He watches Cody Walker. He forces Walker to make a rush decision because he makes a decision. He backs himself in. He says, I'm not going to let you get the ball to the winger. If you go to the center, so be it. But I'm going to put myself here. This is your pet play going out to that winger and getting on the outside of us with AJ. And he comes up, he makes a brilliant play. There's a fantastic photo going around of Cody Walker as he's going to the line. He's got the ball. You can see where he's giving. And you can see Stephen Crichton. He's fading out to his right. And you can see in this photo, and it's just perfect. See if you can find it on social media. He plant, You can see that he's just planted his right foot 
What that means is that he's about to spring off his right foot and come into that inside shoulder of that winger. That's exactly where this ball goes. It's not an easy pass for him to take. It's not on his chest. He has to reach up and catch it and then gain his speed as soon as he hits the ground, and he does it easy. He's just one of these guys that you want to have in your football team. This is why I compared him to a young English and a young Israel Folau, because when you need something, he's going to deliver something. You're not going to know when it's going to be. You're not going to know what it's going to be. You're not going to know what it looks like. You're going to have no idea that it's coming. But there will be a moment where Stephen Crichton, he will stand up and deliver. He did it in every single finals game this year. I still think he's playing out of position. I think fullback is his best position. Funnily enough, the only game the Panthers lost this final series was when he was at fullback. But when the biggest moment of the season came and Cody Walker, the best ball player in rugby league at the moment, put all of his chips in the middle on his pet play that has worked every single time this year, the man standing in his way was the unorthodox freak in Stephen Crichton. What a moment for the Penrith Panthers. I compared it earlier today to one of the greatest moments in Penrith Panthers history. It's the big three. Royce Simmons' second try, Scott Sattler's tackle, and Stephen Crichton's intercept. It will be part of Penrith Panthers' history forever. A moment that will never be forgotten. What a moment for this young man. This is why we liked him from day dot, from day one. And when people saw him come onto the field off the bench that night and he scored a try with his first touch and we all sort of, people made a meme out of him. We talked about on social media, what are the chances? Incredible. Mate, this is what he does. This is why we've liked him since day dot. This is why we compared him to two absolute great young players in our game because he's got this sort of ability. He's going to keep doing it for a very long time. Hopefully, he keeps doing it at the Penrith Panthers. It is a tremendous story. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big money and transform your home with new appliances now at Menards. We offer the lowest prices and the largest in-stock appliance selection ready to take home today. Check out top appliance brands, including KitchenAid, Maytag, Whirlpool, Amana, and Criterion. Upgrade your home and save big money on new appliances at Menards. Shop our entire selection of appliance options online today at Menards.com. Save big money.